Hi, everyone. It's Gretchen Holmes, host of the podcast, The Work in Between. This is the end of our first season, so I wanted to take the opportunity to talk with you face-to-face if you're able to watch on YouTube. But if not, just say thank you to all of you who have made season one such a great success. I couldn't do it without you. You've been tremendously supportive. You've sent me emails You've sent comments, you've made recommendations for shows, and I can't tell you what it means to me to open up my email and have a message from you. So thank you so very much for sharing the show with your friends and your family and anyone you think might benefit from it. I wanted to take a minute and review the season and then talk a little bit about the upcoming holidays because I know they can be a real challenge sometimes, at least they were for me. And finally, talk about what we can expect for season two, which is just around the corner. But first of all, looking back to season one, I sure had a lot of really great guests. You know, one of the reasons I started this podcast was so that I could stay mindful of all the different tools and questions and ways of approaching my health and wellness, because I don't have all the answers. And that's why I like to go to the experts and folks who have done this as well on their own or with help from other people so that we can share the information and share tips and techniques and figure out what works. And so I learned a whole lot this year. I hope you did too. When we started the season, We talked with my friend, Christine Platt, who talked to us about autoimmune disease. So many of us suffer from one or more of these, and they're so confusing. I hope you found, like I did, that she provided really detailed and simple information that helps us move forward in our health journeys. We also had a conversation around changing the entire conversation around obesity. I really enjoyed that conversation because it's something that we need to do. We have to get better at how we talk about obesity, what causes it, what all the factors are. We know it's multifactorial. It's not just because people sit around and eat too much and don't move. So it was really an important topic for me. And anytime I have an opportunity to talk about this with different audiences, whether it's physicians or residents or patients, I always am looking forward to talking with them about my experiences and how we can make it easier to have these conversations about behavior change and everything that's involved in helping us get on our road to wellness. Really important. We also had a two-part conversation around grief. And I know that's something that a lot of people don't like to talk about. Most of you know my journey through grief having lost my mom and dad and both brothers, but it is something we need to talk about. And I think Rob Party gave us a lot of really valuable insights in helping us on that journey. I hope you found that as as valuable as I did. We had a lot of transformational stories. I don't know about you, but I get a lot of inspiration from people who have worked really hard to make changes, not only externally, but internally, and did the work necessary to have a sustainable, healthier lifestyle. I always gain a lot of inspiration from them, and and I hope you did, and that you were able to take some some different ideas and techniques and tools that you were able to apply in your own life. And I hope you have found success 
because of some of the stories that you heard on the work in between. That's the reason we even started the work in between was so that we could highlight stories of people just like you and me who just put one foot in front of the other and kept moving along, kept figuring things out, and ultimately made the changes that they wanted to make and then talked about how they sustained them. Because we all know once you lose weight, then you have a whole nother level of challenge with maintaining it and making sure you're able to stay healthy. We also talked about spirituality and health, which is a really important topic. We all know now that it's not just about the physical, it's about the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. The goal, of course, is to have all of those different components and facets of our lives more in balance because they all impact each other. There's not one thing that we do that doesn't involve other areas of our lives. And so I hope you enjoyed hearing from Dorothy about how to find joy in your everyday life, no matter what you're going through. I did. I took a lot away from that conversation. I always said I find a conversation with Dorothy like a virtual hug. So I always like talking with her. She makes me feel good. Of course, I got to talk with Catherine Switzer, one of my most amazing role models and heroes. We got to talk about when she was running the Boston Marathon early on as the only female runner who was able to formally register and complete the race. And of course, she went on to change marathon running and long distance running for women all over the world. She got marathon running into the Olympics, which is just extraordinary to have that kind of vision, be that kind of a pioneer, and to hear from Catherine how she kept moving, what work she did every day to reach her goals, I found incredibly inspirational. And of course, to get feedback and tips on how to start a running program from a world-renowned runner, I was so excited. It was great to connect up with her again after 30 years. And she was just as kind and generous as she was when I met her the first time in New York. So it was a real dream come true to have her on the show. Of course, we talked with physicians and personal trainers about tips on how to start a fitness program, a strength training program, because it's so incredibly important, especially as we age. And we all know it's important. I don't think that's a secret to anybody, but I do think we have a tendency to do too much too fast. And I'm just as guilty of that as anybody else. So I think I learned a few things on how I can just gently get started. And like I always say, it's the small, consistent habits that make the biggest impact same is true for fitness. And so if you're thinking about whether you need to get started in that area of your life, well, hopefully you got some good suggestions that you're going to be able to implement. And, and let's not, I'll make a deal with you. Let's not wait until the beginning of the new year. Let's get started now. Why not? Might as well, right? Overall, it was just an outstanding first season. I learned so much. I had so much fun. My guests were incredibly generous to give up their time and their knowledge and find out what worked for them in hopes that maybe it can work for us too. So I hope you had as much fun and found it as valuable as I did. The second thing I want to talk about, though, is the holidays, because sometimes it's a tough time of year whether it's because you've been doing really well in losing weight or quitting smoking or whatever your health-related goal is. 
And then the holidays come around and sometimes all bets are off. We get overwhelmed and there's too many parties and there's too many commitments and too much stress. So I wanted to make sure that we talked a little bit about some things that we can all do to maybe make the holidays a little less stressful as we prepare to go into Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever the holidays that, that you celebrate. I think the first thing to remember is that the holidays don't have to be a train wreck. It doesn't have to be all or nothing just because maybe you ate something more than you would plan to eat doesn't mean that you give it all up and don't look back until January 2nd when you feel really guilty or embarrassed or ashamed. Please don't do that. It's not necessary. You can get through the holidays. You can be engaged, fully engaged, and be present with your family and your loved ones or whoever you choose to spend your time with without having to do this whole all or nothing mentality. But there are tricks of the trade that, that maybe you'll find valuable. First of all, we all need to fit some activity into our days when we're going through the holidays. Let's be honest. There's a lot more food around the holidays. So anytime we can fit some activity in there, it's a good idea. But not just because we ate something we think we shouldn't have and we need to punish ourselves and we have to get out there and move to burn it off. That I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying it feels good to move our bodies. It feels good to take a walk with somebody you haven't seen in a while and just talk, the two of you. Your body appreciates that because you're moving and you can connect with them in a way that maybe you don't connect with them when you're sitting there with everybody else. So taking the opportunity to go for a walk, even if it's by yourself, because sometimes we need a little distance away from those we're surrounded by, that's a good thing too. It's great for our mental health, not just our physical health. So if you can fit in some extra activity, maybe a little bit every day, 15 minutes, I think you're going to find that getting through the holidays isn't quite as stressful. We all have to watch our portion sizes. We tend to eat a lot of really rich, high-calorie foods during the holidays, and it seems to be nonstop. There's work parties, there's personal parties, there's school parties, there's parties everywhere. We don't have to always eat a ton of food. Sometimes it works better if we have a healthy snack before we go, then we're not quite so hungry. We won't tend to necessarily stand by the table and just keep eating. So if you eat a little something before you go to a party, sometimes that helps center you a little bit. And then you don't feel like you have to eat everything that's there. If you want to, that's fine. But I tend to eat a little bit before I go someplace because I'm not always sure that there's going to be foods that I want to eat because I tend to eat pretty healthy. So for me, that works really well. And sometimes it takes away that ravenous hunger so that we have a moment to make some healthier choices. But it's up to you. Bring something healthy and or delicious to the party so that you know at least if there's nothing else, you'll have something you can snack on that you enjoy. And make it festive, put it in a pretty dish, and others will eat it as well. They won't even necessarily know it may be healthier. But that's how we can stay in control and make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Now, if you want to go and you don't want to have to worry about it, that's fine. But trying to manage the guilt a little bit, because there tends to be a lot of guilt during the holidays, 
And we shouldn't be beating ourselves up for these things, but it's up to us how much we want to control. We don't want to walk into a party and not participate at all. I have found ways to be able to go to parties, still engage with everybody fully, connect with all the people I want to connect with, but not always eat the amount that I used to eat because that makes me feel uncomfortable and full and I swell up because of the salt. And so I just don't feel that good. But I'm trying to take the guilt away from food because that's not really where it belongs, right? Guilt doesn't really help. Drinking in moderation. When I used to drink, I realized after a few drinks, my, oh my goodness, I could eat a lot because my defenses were down, right? So I've had a few drinks and now my decision making isn't as clear as it would be if I weren't. So I don't drink anymore, really, just because I don't like how it makes me feel. But if you want to have a few drinks, a glass of wine or a cocktail or a beer, it's the holidays. You absolutely should. But if you know after two or three, your defenses start to wane a little bit, you may want to alternate soda water in between drinks. Just a thought. Managing your stress. So it's not always about food right? If you're trying to quit smoking, or if you're trying to quit drinking, or if you're trying to increase your exercise, or whatever you're trying to do during the holidays, stress during the holidays can play a real number on you. So my recommendation comes from personal experience. The holidays after I lost my folks, or when I lost Eric, I didn't feel like participating that fully in the holidays. And so I didn't. There were limits to what I felt I could do and put myself out there. So if you are missing somebody, especially during the holidays, or you are trying to stay true to your own goals in whatever capacity and stress is going to be a real factor for you, it's okay to say no. It's okay to take care of yourself and practice some self-care. If you get invited to four or five different parties every year. And this year, you're just not up for it. You only maybe want to go to one or maybe you don't want to go to any. That is up to you. And I think those who care for us, who love us, understand if we're feeling a little too vulnerable, a little too raw. But we have to tell people we can't pretend that we're all right if we're not. So my advice for reducing stress is practicing self-care. And if you have to be around people that you know is going to bring some anxiety, limit the amount of time that you spend with them. If you pop in and spend 15, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, that's probably okay. We don't have to spend eight hours or 10 hours with somebody if they're not really good for us. So practice that kind of self-care. Again, going for a walk helps a lot. Listening to your favorite music helps a lot. I know for me, I like listening to country music. I like listening to gospel music. I love Christmas music and that always relaxes me. So if I'm feeling stressed, that is one thing I know I can do that helps me breathe, which brings me to the last thing, which is breathe. Breathing is really important, right? We don't do it very well. We tend to do this shallow breathing, but breathing, real deep breaths can really change your heart rate. Physiologically, it makes a lot of changes for us. So if you take deep breaths and hold them 
and exhale and be very intentional and very purposeful about your breathing, it can really make an anxious situation a little bit more bearable. So what I will encourage you to do that as well. Focus on people, be present. It isn't always about the food. It's not always about the gifts. We really need to focus on the people who are there. Remember those who have passed and really connect. Because for me, that's what the holidays are all about. And if that is helpful for you, please take any of those suggestions you want, any, all, throw in your own, but help each other through the holidays because sometimes it's a really difficult time, especially if you're prone to depression or any other issues like that. Make sure we check on each other and be there, be a good friend. And if you need some help, please ask for it. Nobody needs to go through all this stuff alone. It's really, really important. I also am very much about gratitude and being very grateful for my blessings that I have. I've had lots of stuff happen. I've had cancer. I've lost my family. I've had diabetes. But so many amazing things have still happened. And we all choose to deal with things differently. In my case, I try really hard to deal with them directly and walk through it. And even though it's painful, I know that there is joy and happiness and really good stuff still waiting on the other side of that. I know sometimes it's very difficult to imagine that there is joy or happiness or that you'll even smile again after some of these really bad things happen. But I promise you, you will laugh again, you will smile again, and there is joy. I promise you. So be kind to yourself during the holidays and do the best you can. I think that's all we can ask of each other and ourselves, actually. So what's coming up in season two? Oh, so many great things. One, we're going to have more transformational stories. I don't know about you, but I love hearing other people's stories and their journeys and how they they made the decisions to make positive changes and what they specifically did in order to make those changes sustainable and how they felt and what their future plans are. So we're going to have more transformational stories. We're also going to have more stories about what people do to navigate serious illness. I have some cancer survivors who will be on the show and I'm going to talk about what they did on a day-to-day -day basis to help them get through how their families reacted, how they interacted with their families, how they all navigated things together. I think you're going to find that very inspirational and helpful with situations you may be having going on in your own lives right now. We're going to have more expert conversations around topics that you have sent me the ideas for. So we're going to talk to experts about food addiction and anorexia and bulimia and maintenance, getting stronger mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. We'll continue those conversations. And we're going to keep doing more of what you want to know about. So please keep sending me your ideas, your comments, your questions through the website, www.gretchenholmesphd.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, Gretchen Holmes PhD. You can send me messages that way. Of course, my podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, Podbean 
or iHeartRadio. Next year, we plan to post videos like this one on YouTube. So you'll be able to watch the podcasts as well as listen to them, which we're really excited about. And hopefully it'll be another way that we can connect. Finally, I want to say thank you to you, every single one of you who shared this new podcast, this new venture with your family and friends. I have friends who I've known for a long time who are supporters and, and have been watching. So thank you. I appreciate that. To my new friends who I haven't met yet, thank you so very much. We're in over 20 countries already, which is ridiculous. And I can't wait to see what happens in season two. So we're going to be picking back up toward the end of January. We'll start. I'll let you know. I promise. In the meantime, we're going to be replaying some of the episodes that maybe you've missed over the course of season one. I think there's lots of good stuff in each of those episodes. I know every time I listen to them, I pick up something else and, and I was here when we were doing them, but I don't always remember everything that was said. So that's what's coming up. That's where we were. The holidays are coming. I want to wish you happy holidays and however you celebrate, I wish you good health. And as always, from me to you, remember to love and celebrate yourself now, today. Don't wait until you feel worthy because you already are. Loving yourself is the only way to good health. So until next time, take care. <music>